Dude. What's up? I have poison oak right now. No. I have po- you want to see it? it? Depends. Where is it? It's right here <laughs> on my arm, right there. Do they have that in California? What am I, a 12-year-old boy getting poison oh. oak? And I can't. At least it's like on your arm. I was thinking it was going to be like somewhere no. inappropriate. It's like so you and much, Sarah decided no. to have some fun in the backyard. <laughs> that would be a cool story. And I'd be pumped about telling that one. <laughs> this one's nerdy and like super like uh, rich white guy. I went golfing and my ball went into a bush and I reached in to get it. And that bush was poison oak apparently. And now I have this thing on my arm. But here's the thing. You don't realize how much arm touching you give a person when you hug them until you don't want to touch them because you have poison oak on your arm. So I'm Are you g- sure it's poison oak? 100%. I've had a po- dude, do you, I am the Get another look at it. It's so small. Oh my god. Dude, I used to get poison oak so bad as a kid. You don't understand. I would really? get it. Oh my- what are you doing? Do you want to know the like the long story of it? No, I want the short story. Okay, we live on a golf course. We used to sell golf balls back to golfers, okay? There was this one hole. Is that on, legal? I don't know. It's like, and we also sold like lemonade and shit, you know? But, and this is what we'd, we'd yell to the, the, on the golf course. Golf balls and lemonade for sale. $1 a golf ball, lemonade for sale. And then people would come over and then we would sell them golf balls and lemonade. So there was this one hole where you had to drive over this like big gully and we'd go there to hunt for our golf balls. But it was full of motherfucking uh, poison oak, okay? Yeah. So I would get it on my hands and on my face immediately, okay? And then guess what happens? Not 17 seconds later, on my penis, okay? Immediately straight to my penis, okay? Because as a little boy, you go pee-pee and you've got it on your hands and then you touch your ween. And let me tell you something. So what happens when you get poison oak is this. This is so gross, by the way. I'm just Why is this? This is real life, all right? And this is what this show's about, okay? About the real life stuff as a 12-year-old boy, okay? So when you get poison oak, it's really itchy. And what is itchy? Itchy means it's sensitive, right? It's Uh-oh. sensitive and there's like a little bit of a sting, okay? Now, mm-hmm. imagine it you being on the verge or in the middle of puberty with a rash on your pee-pee that's making gross. it so much more sensitive already is every time you see a boob you get a boner when you're 13 years old and 12 years old okay do you don't understand the mental anguish that i went through and now i just have it on my arm thank god it's just on my arm but it's just like bringing back like so much pain and hurt (laughs) it's so gross i know you want to start the show yeah bros and hoes you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with wells and brandy Finally got my bell back now that I'm home. How was the uh, Caitlin cheer? Long. Yeah. I've been gone for long, almost three weeks total. Now that you've done it, are you like, I don't want to do a tour with Wells? No, I do. Because I just met so many of our fans. Like last night, especially in Chicago, like almost every single person that came through meet and greet is like, I love YFT. And it just makes me so freaking happy to get to meet them in real life that it's worth it. I'm telling you. All also, right. met a lot of people from Des Moines somehow last night in yeah. Chicago. I guess they drove down, and we were getting shit on for shitting yeah. on Des Moines. <laughs> I didn't shit on Des Moines. You shat on Des Moines. All right? All I said was that we'll hit the big cities first, because clearly people from Des Moines will drive down to Chicago. No, no, no. You were like, no one's going to Des Moines. And I'm like, hey, what? Well, by the way, we might have some fucking listeners in Des Moines. And then guess what? <laughs> we do. 
which I didn't we do. know. But the dedicated ones will drive to Chicago. Yeah, I learned know. that last, last Can, night. Real quick, just want to apologize to Des Moines. Okay, we were shout out apologi- apologizing. Yeah, you need to do it because I was on record. I wasn't the bad guy here. Okay, but you know what? My my intention wasn't bad. I was trying to convince you to do a tour and give the listeners what they want. I'll do one, but it's just going to be. Well, let's be fair. We need some more listeners. <laughs> we'll get them. Twenty twenty. I say twenty twenty. Okay, that's cool. If we get YFT if, if we get the listeners up a bit, that this is on you guys out there, all you YFTers out we, there. We need you to tell more people about how wonderful the show is. We do. Because we want to do a tour, but we got to make sure we sell tickets. So yeah, spread tickets. the word, spread the love. Because to be honest with you, like Caitlin's podcast is so popular. I can't even imagine ever getting to that level, you know? Well, yeah, but also like her, her podcast, the live shows sold out like within the day that they went up. Yeah. And that's, that's, I mean, no one does that. Yeah. You know, and we wouldn't need to expect to sell on the day, but I know her, her, the amount of downloads she gets is insane. So anyways, yeah, we need a couple more years, a couple more years, then we'll get there. I think 2020. I believe in our wife of tears. I believe in a thing called love. Remember that song? Oh, I remember. Yeah, I did a good job, right? Yeah, it's decent. Okay, so the girl that does the makeup on me for what? that for that Hoffer thing that I do, that like trivia oh, app, yeah, yeah. she does she does the makeup. We were, you know, there's a lot of downtime before you film anything, and we were just talking, and she was like, she has. I feel like she has a lot of cockamamie, like crazy um, theories and conspiracy theories. And she was like, well, you." and she's a vegan, right? So she was like, well, you know what it says, uh, natural flavors, when you look at like the nutrition facts, <laughs> you know, that's mm-hmm. beaver asshole, right? And I was like, no, it's not. It's not beaver asshole. And she was like, no, it's beef. They're using beaver asshole. So I'm sitting there being like, okay, so you should tell me that some guy was like, man, look at that beaver's asshole. You know, it would be great for that flavoring of my soda pop. <laughs> but that's a ridiculous thing to say. Okay. So she was okay. like, look it up. So we looked it up. Can I just read this? I would love to hear it. This is on Huffington Post. So I feel like that's a somewhat reputable uh, organization. <laughs> <laughs> May have heard uh, the rumor by now. Certain artificial flavorings like vanilla, raspberry, and strawberry are made from the anal secretions of a beaver. If you hadn't heard that rumor, you might have just spit out your coffee. Sorry. So... We're setting up to clear what's true and what's not. A beaver's posterior, believe it or not, smells. I don't even know if I say that word right. Posterior. Okay. A beaver's posterior, believe it or not, smells good. Like really good. According to Joan Crawford, a wildlife ecologist who told National Geographic that she loves putting her nose down there and breathing it all in. Okay, Joan. What the fuck? This is not a real article. People think I'm nuts, she said, but I tell them, oh, but beavers, it smells really good. Technically called a castorium, there's a substance described as brown slime. That is so gross. That comes from beaver's castor gland, which is located a short grasp away from its anal gland right there under its big tail. Castorium is so favorably fragrant that we've been using it to flavor ice cream, barf, chewing gum, never using that again, pudding and brownies. That kind of checks out. Basically anything that could use vanilla, raspberry, or strawberry substitute for at least, wait for it, the last 80 years. There's more, but I feel like I need to stop now. 
if this was yesterday, I would say this is an April Fool's joke. Yeah, exactly. No, dude, I'm gonna, I'll send you this article. There has to, okay, there has to be a more reputable source for this if this is real. What did you Google for this? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> it, uh, it's like on Huffington Post. Is beaver butt really used to flavor your dessert? Is beaver butt. <laughs> you know what's funny is that people call vaginas beavers, you know? Yes. Anyways, uh, grass threw up. And this in is my a frequently mouth. searched. Oh, you're, you're searching right now? So you yeah. believe me? By the way, do yeah, you think yeah. I'm that good that I could have just like made up that whole no. article? No, I just think maybe you thought it was funny and thought to read it on the podcast. I thought it was but hilarious it was- until I realized that it's real and we're s- brown slime on your coffee. This is real. I know it's real. But this says, although it is a flavoring ingredient, it is not a vanilla, raspberry, or strawberry flavoring as often reported. Okay, but people are doing it. People are eating. People are doing it. People are sure. doing it. They're getting the castorium thing. I just love the that idea. That is of, insane. So wait, they're just collecting beavers and doing, and ugh. You're just getting that beaver ass. That is so disgusting. I know. Like, being vegan, is it's very, it's drastic. It's crazy. It sounds crazy. Yeah. And people are like, you can't eat anything. There's animal stuff and everything. But it's like, but there's facts. Like, there's truth behind it. Like, they're, I think there's beaver a smart I know. <laughs> I know. You know? Dude, like but, I'm over here eating gummy bears or something, and there's like animal hooves and gummy bears. Like, there, it's just really gross. Like, I feel like maybe vegan is the answer. I mean, I don't know what's the answer, but I just don't know if I want to know I'm eating beaver ass whole. Oh. One of my favorite things about Canada was they have this fast food chain called A and W, and they have an Impossible Burger on their fast food menu. Yeah, they're famous for their root beer. A&W root beer. Do we have that over here? Like the, the fast food chain? Yeah, I feel like maybe more of like a middle America thing. But yes, it's a thing. I wonder if they have the Impossible Burger. I was very excited about it. I saw that like Wendy's is doing the Impossible Burger, which is crazy. Are they? Wendy's or Burger I actually, King, whatever. I actually think I like the Beyond Meat Burger better. Have you tried those? Is that like all the beaver buttholes or what is it? What? No, Beyond Meat. It's a ve- it's a ve- it's a vegan burger. Oh, it's the same thing as Impossible Burger. Yeah, but you can buy it at Whole Foods and it's bomb. All right. So is that would you say is one of your faves? Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. It's so my go to like meal to cook at home is a little uh, Beyond Meat burger <laughs> and some Siete chips. Oh, a little Beyond Meat burger with a gluten free bun and Siete chips, and I feel very millennial and very bougie when I eat it, but it is damn good. Can I ask a question that you're not going to answer for me, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I feel like the peeps want to know. I guess so. Is Hannah Montana coming back or what's going on with that? Show? <laughs> um, no, Hannah no. Montana is not, not going to come back, but I can't decide if my sister did this. At, like, She's very smart. I'm like, is this the smartest press move she's ever made or or what? Or was this an accident? Like, I don't know. Okay, but you do know that there's now a Hannah Montana Instagram account, right? No, I don't know about this. You're just playing dumb with me, and I just don't appreciate I don't, I don't it. I've, I've, poor, I've been in the dark on a lot of things. What is it, just Hannah Montana? Yeah, she's got an Instagram account, and so everyone's like, well, and then she got the haircut and, and did that, like, right. I win the 10 years challenge thing. Oh, so Wait, there's only 30,000 followers? Is that the one? I don't know. I just saw it. It's Hannah Montana Instagram. 
But then there's a Hannah Montana Instagram, but it has 282 followers and no posts. Well, I don't know. I just saw that there was a new Hannah Montana Instagram. And then your sister all of a sudden had the Hannah Montana hair. And I was Dude, and like, it's not a wig. It's, it's her hair. It's insane. So it's just she's bringing it back. It's fine. It's hilarious. What do the she's Jonas like, Brothers are coming out with music? Hannah Montana's back. What year is it? I don't know, man. I don't know. And I was watching. So at the venue last night, they had MTV playing on the t- on the sc- TV yeah. in the green room. And it was like an is like a stage like on the beach. Like they were doing like a live concert series. And I couldn't tell if it was like the 90s reruns or if it was today. That's how blurry the lines are right now with I, I just the way the girl was dressed, the way everybody else was dressed, the beach, like it looked like the freaking 90s. But it was Zara Larson. So it was today. Yeah. It blew my mind. Dude, fashion's coming back around. I didn't even know MTV did the beach on the beach concerts anymore. It looked lit. I'm yeah, like, y'all need a DJ? Hey. Yeah. Hey. Looks super lit. You got any fave things going on right now? Why did I say I, it like that? I see. I want to get that book. Did you finish the out, the Outsider? Yeah. Oh, I got to get that. I'm reading a book right now, but I'm not done with it. And I can't decide if I love it or not. So I need to wait till I finish it. So I'm going to hold off on that till next week. No, I don't know if I do. What do you, what do you have? I could tell you some favorite things about the cities I've been in. Yeah, I want to hear some fave things. Do you want to? So Chicago last night, that's where we had the cross street of Wells and Adams. Yeah. Are you a big fan of Chicago or what? I mean, obviously. Uh, my my favorite bar in Chicago is called Federalis, and we went there last night. And I love it because, have you ever been there? You get shots in there in a little glass of ice, mm-hmm. and then you take the shot and you throw it against the wall, and you're supposed to hit the bell. And we were all doing it last night, and everybody was wasted, and nobody hit the bell except me because I was sober. <laughs> well, that's counterintuitive to taking shots. If you're taking shots, you get wasted. No, I know, but I so I actually didn't take the shot. I made Cleo take the shot, and oh then I threw the, sh- the glass against the wall. Oh, I, that's all I really no, wanted. that's you don't get to do that. The, 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 <laughs> the reward was so is... drunk though that no one noticed until today. Rewatching the video, they were like, "Wait, Brandy didn't even take the shot." God, you I you don't take shots at all. They just really send me over the edge. Yeah, dude, I get it, man. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a favorite thing in terms of drinking. Uh, Sarah and I went to. Malibu Wines place, but the Malibu Wines place like burned down, right? Like, or the, where the zoo is and everything. They had to like evacuate the draft and everyone's like freaking out about it. But there's like the, uh, the Malibu's like beer and wine garden. That's a thing. We went there, uh, had so much fun. Is that where the restaurant is? And they have all the string lights and everything? Yes. I love that place. Yeah, it was pretty great. That's cute. Um, went to Vegas last weekend. Do you like Vegas or no? I hate Vegas. You hate Vegas, yeah. I don't love Vegas, and I'll tell you why. It's so freaking expensive, and they upcharge you like they do in the airport because they know you can't, you won't leave the hotel because it takes 30 minutes to go from hotel to hotel, even though they're right next to each other. It's just so big. It takes so long to get everywhere. It's super expensive. All that to say, I went to the new Palms Casino. They've mm-hmm. completely redone it, and I love it because it is off the strip just an, just a little bit. Like You're not really like in the thick of the Las Vegas Strip. You're down a little bit. And so it's a little bit quieter. It's not quite so insane. And then the venue I played at is at the very, very top. It's called Apex Social Club. And the view of downtown is insane. The view of the strip, like downtown. It is nuts. So if you're in Vegas, go to the Palms Casino, go to the top, go to Apex Social Club. For the view, it is worth it. The Instagram pics are going to be fire. You're welcome. Wow. It's epic. The view is insane. All right. You know what my favorite things is? Yeah. Homemade sandwiches to go. And I'll tell you what. (laughs) (laughs) okay so i went and played golf the other day it was actually the day that i got uh poison oak on my arm 
And I was like, oh, I'm going to be hungry on the course. Honestly, like a hot, you know, like golf courses, you can get whatever you want. You get hot dog, club sandwiches, all that kind of stuff, right? And I've never been on a golf course. Is that crazy? Oh, well, it's very nice. And never stepped foot on one. So, but I did something that I don't know if I've done since like high school where I made a sandwich and then I put it in a plastic bag with like a napkin and then I put it in my golf bag and like I was like on the golf course eating a sandwich and I went and played with some people I didn't know, you know, and they were like, did you bring that sandwich with you? Because that's such a weird thing to do. Normally people just buy sandwiches, you know, at the clubhouse. And I was like, yes, I did. And they're like, they at first were judging me because that's such a like a poor motherfucker thing to do. Well, I was going to say, yeah, golf is a rich man's sport, right? Everybody's out there like, no one needs to pack a lunch. Exactly. But you know what? <laughs> I did. And then all of a sudden, they're like, they're like, what kind of sandwich is that? And I had made a bomb-ass sandwich. And they were like, damn, that looks good. And I was like, yeah, guess where you can't get this? At the clubhouse. So you know what? Homemade <laughs> sandwiches to go are... Uh, this is like my new thing, dude. I'm going to show up on set places with homemade sandwiches and be like, I don't need Crafty, all right? I don't need Postmates. Crafty's got, not good. I know. And be like, dude, I got my sack lunch, all right? I got my- Oh, my God. I got, I got my Yoo-Hoo, and I got my, <laughs> <laughs> I got my pudding. And my I'm, squeeze it. My squeeze my it. I got some sun. gushers, and I'm going to fucking live my life. Dunkaroos. I got some Dunkaroos. <laughs> I got fruit by the dude, foot. how good are Dunkaroos? Oh, uh, man. What's better, Dunkaroos or Gushers? They're so different. I can't pick. I know. That's why I like that. That First of all, Dunkaroos, are we talking vanilla or chocolate? I'm a vanilla guy. Yeah, me too, dude. Not a chocolate yeah, guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gang, gang. Specifically the vanilla with the sprinkles in it. Oh, yeah. Dude, do they still make Dunkaroos? Or like, have we gotten yeah, to like, a, a society where we don't do that? Because that's like just immediate so. diabetes. Yeah, I feel like I've looked in the grocery store before, yeah. and you can buy Gushers, but I don't think you can buy Dunkaroos. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, a that, little Carl? No, that was Boo, who just, oh. n- nothing happened other than she woke up from a dream. I think that she was scared, <laughs> and she barked. She woke Carl up, though. I saw him poke his head up yes. back there. Carl's, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> what else? Yeah, you know what? what? You know what time it almost is? What? Coachella time. Dude, I know. I'm not going. Next weekend. I'm not going I'm to Chell. Next week. I'm going to Chella, baby. That's cool. I'm going to, I'm going to, we talked about it last week. I'm going to Hangout Fest. So I talked to the owner of Hangout Fest. And I'll have more information about this, like, down the road. They were like, dude, we, uh, we now have a chapel and we can marry people. And I was like, what? No. I was like, let me marry people. Let me do that. And he's like, okay. Are you ordained? No, but I can, I can do that online, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ben Higgins can get ordained like you for sure can. Yeah, exactly. So I think I'm going to be down there. So if you want to get, so but I guess they, they have a thing where you can do a three-day marriage and the the oh, marriage God. contract lasts for three days unless you find someone better. So no. <laughs> everyone's getting like three-day marriages and I want to officiate them down at Hangout Fest. I think it would be the greatest thing in the world. That's insane. Isn't that a fun idea? How is a three-day marriage a thing? Has that ever been allowed before i don't even know it's real to be honest with you but it can't be if you want me to marry you then well, i mean maybe who, clarify that yeah 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 if you want me people, well, to officiate your wedding sliding into the dna yeah right i left. know i don't need that yeah that's better mm-hmm. i have some what was the bit that we came up with saddam saddam yeah i got a saddam i hate i have a cup, i have two do you uh, let me i'll give you oh. the titles of both of them and then you can decide Ooh. Ooh. Thoughts on ride or die 
for runners with hydration belts? (laughs) (laughs) I like the second one. Okay. Runners with hydration belts. Saddam. Okay, because I... What's a hydration belt? Dude, okay, so you know I run a lot, right? Like, that's my thing. Yeah, yeah. And there are all these, like, I feel like they're all, like, middle-aged women who are wearing way too expensive, like, Lululemon running stuff, gadgets. Mm -hmm. And they have these belts that have, like, they're like little water bottles on their belts, okay? Okay. And here's my thing. Where are you going? Where the fuck are you going, girl? Why do you have little hydration? Are you going to Stockton? Are you are you running to Mexico? Why do you need hydration belts? Are you the Batman of hydration? You don't need this. Also, you're in LA. If you fucking get parched, just walk into the nearest Starbucks. Or better yet, Get some of that hose water, girl. Oh, I love hose water. <laughs> but I hate that's, hydration it, belts. I, dude, I okay, go. Wait, is it? What? Is it the back? Is it like the backpack where it has the straw that goes no. like straight in your like? No. Or you got to take water a, bottle out. That's a Camelback, and I'm okay with that. But that's for like hikers, okay, or like bikers. Mm-hmm. Google hydration running belt right now. Okay, I want to see. Is it? Oh, there's a vest too. Even worse. <laughs> Ooh, Osprey, lumbar hydration pack. It okay. ain't cheap. So the first one that comes up for me is the Camelback Arc 2. And it's, oh. do you see it? It's got two little water bottles there. $27 on Amazon.com. Oh, my gosh. So dumb. No, but I, I see something similar. Yeah. Oh, I do. I see it. I see it. Yeah. yeah this is this is very dorky. Yeah, I literally, I'm sorry. late. Yeah, but where are you running to? Only one left in stock. It must be. Popular. Oh my god, people! <laughs> you don't need water that bad. Drink a bottle of water before you leave, and have one when you get back. God. Okay. No, this looks nice. I might. I might have to order this last I one. See, I see. No, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> looks like it would come in handy when I go on a hike. Ugh. Anyways. There's, there's something to be said for being on a hike or, or a run or something and being completely hands-free. It's a great feeling. Hey, Batman. You know what I'm saying? What else you got in your little toolkit, okay? Uh, when you run, do you hold your phone in your hand or put it in your pocket or what do you do with it? Oh, I don't even run with my phone, bro. No phone. How do you listen to your to your book? Apple Watch, dude. Oh, I'm bare I'm not bones. That fancy. Dude, I'm bare bones in this thing. I got my Apple Watch to my earbuds and then I got Carl. And we're cruising. No, little Carl. Little Carl and I. I didn't. I didn't take in the days. Mad at me, but I'll take him tomorrow. That um, is funny. I did. I like the, the belt. Shut it. Do you want me to do the other one, or do you want me to save the other one for next week? No, I want to hear the other one. I hate the term "ride or die." Why is that? That's my ride or die, bitch. Shut up. Shh. I'm gonna start saying that about you. Shut. Well, this is my ride or die. That just shut. What does that even mean? That literally gonna post on Instagram like tomorrow. Yeah, I know, but but what does ride or die mean? That if you're riding down the street, they'll die for you? Does it mean that? No. What does it mean? What does ride or die mean? 
Hmm. Ride or die was originally a biker term, meaning if you couldn't ride, you'd rather die. Okay. It has now changed to mean anyone, wife, boyfriend, best friend, that you will ride any problems out with or die trying. Dumb. The ride doesn't always have to be a negative either. Obviously, if you're this close to someone, you want them to enjoy the ride, life, and all it has to offer to them as well. Okay. Let me tell you something. There's no one that I'm going to die over. No. I'm going to – I'm going to – so if she gets off the ride, I have to die? No, I have to keep no, on living it's, it's, my life. It's like saying that you will ride out any of the problems or die trying. It's kind of romantic, actually. Yeah, but I can't help you ride out your problems if I'm dead. It's the <laughs> dumbest thing. in the. I hate when I hear people, she's my ride or die. Shut up. All right? No, she's not. Do you know why? Because you're going to want to stay alive. Okay. Oh, you know, I'm right. It's so annoying. Stop people. Everyone stop saying it, please. Oh, man. This one might be controversial in the YFT world. I feel like I feel like maybe I feel like it's that one time that we kind of shit on. And when I say kind of, I mean, we did Um, those like those like pieces of art, if you can call them that, that people put in their houses with the quotes and the lip, laugh, love and oh, all that. I and know. then so many people were like, wait, I have those in my house. Just, I feel like it's gonna I be hope, one of those. I, I hope you dance. You hope I dance? Why is this in the kitchen? Can you tell these things haunt me? I hate when people are upset with me. Oh, I know. But I, dude, because I, I well, that, that one haunted me. And no one got mad at me. And I was the one who ripped on it the most because my mom has, I hope you dance in the kitchen. And I'm always like, Mom, what are you dancing in here? Like, what's happening here? Live life, love. Okay. Any other L's you want to throw in there? <laughs> Laugh. Oh my gosh, it's so I, good. I tell you what, man, I've been kind of getting into uh, into American Idol right now. Really? Yeah, dude, there's this one dude who's just blowing my hair back. Can I play some of his stuff? Please. What's his name? His name's Alejandro uh, Aranda, and he's like a dishwasher from Pomona or something. And he's got the oh, worst wow. style in the world. His like pants don't fit. His hair is okay. terribly dyed. He's wearing a, a hat. He just looks like a guy who's singing on the sidewalk, which please don't assume that I am making fun of homeless people. That's not the thing. He just looks kind of not put together. Okay. Mm, okay. And his name's Alejandro Aranda. And he's like this amazing guitar player. And I'm just freaking obsessed with him. Uh, let me play something for you right here. Can you hear that? No. This is him doing Post Malone, I Fall Apart. Oh. And here's my thing. I think he's so good that he probably shouldn't do this show. Really? Is my thought. She cuts you deep, now she's left me He's just a phenomenal guitar player. Like, look him up when you have some time. He's a phenomenal guitar player. He's got great tone. He reminds me very much of, of Ed Sheeran, basically. Oh, really? So people play guitar on American Idol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was a couple... I think oh. it was Paul, my buddy Paul McDonald's season where they started to allow it because he got to play his guitar. He was another. Cool. He was another one of those guys that I was like, I think you're too good for American Idol, and, yeah. and and not that like you're too good of a singer. Like the your shtick is so cool that like mm -hmm. the masses aren't going to get this, but like the people who like really love like technical playing and like kind of like 
different styles. They're going to love this. And this is what this guy is. So anyways, Alejandro Aranda. If you guys okay. aren't voting for this dude for American Idol, get out. All right? I don't want to be friends with you anymore. He's so good. So is it safe to say you like American Idol better than The Voice? I don't know if I have a, if I have an opinion on that. I actually really? cannot stand the judges on the show. Like Lionel Richie's too nice. Katy Perry, I think she's trying to be the mean one, but I don't think she is really mean. So yeah, I don't. No. It's not working for me. And then I actually like Luke Bryan, but like unfortunately, no one can be. Who's the guy in the voice? The guy in the voice that's like was married to, uh, is married to Gwen Stefani. Blake Shelton. Yeah. No one can be that guy. Like he's that he like he's like the funny, like talented country guy who's kind of drunk all the time and like everyone relates to him. I don't think you you can't replace that. And so I just here's what I need. I need Randy, all right? I need Paula and I need Simon being a fucking asshole. I need that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I get it. Whatever. But do that Alejandro Aranda? Yeah. Get it, dude. Get it, dude. Get it. Love him. Why is there a shovel in your room? Yeah. Um, it's signed <laughs> by the entire cast of Walking Dead. Oh, I was like, are you burying a body or Yeah. I'm yeah. burying whoever comes in here next with the freaking run runner's hydration oh belt. My gosh. <laughs> dead. You got anything else? One. What do you got? You want to know something though? What? I came home to, can you see this? A box of roses. Oh, wow. Have you ever seen these things? Yes, I have. I have no clue who it's from. There's oh. no card. You don't it, But it was already open because like Ben's been staying here and I didn't know like, I mean, he like he brought my mail and stuff in. So I was like, did you open this? I, I don't understand who it's from. I don't understand anything. And so I was talking to my boyfriend today and I was like, look, I came home to a box of roses. I don't know who they're from. And I feel like he was not okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have. Does that look bad? Well, yeah. And so it wasn't Michelle Hushman that sent it? No, of course not. No, you can't send that from South Africa. Yes, you can. <laughs> they have the internet in South Africa. I've been there. Yeah, but that sounds hard. No, it definitely that's not something he would do. We're not. I, I'm not really like a big like gift girl. Yes, I don't you love are. gifts. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. I really, truly am not. Oh, really? That does not mean as much to me as if somebody like goes out of their way to do something for me or like the best gift I ever got from a boyfriend was... This was like when I was like 25 and I when I just moved back to Nashville, my boyfriend at the time came over and on my in my backyard, I, I got this huge backyard and I was so excited about doing something with it and hanging up some string lights and getting some cute furniture, making a whole thing. And he came over and he spent hours stringing up, you know, the um, Edison bulb lights through my backyard. And that meant more to me than anything because he took his precious time to come over here and physically do that for me. Oh, that's, that's nice. That's the kind of gift I like. Oh, I remembered another thing, one of my favorite things. You know when a dog falls asleep on, like, the side of their face, and then they wake up, and then they uh, fit their head up, and their, like, cheeks are still, like, stuck weird at the side of their face? Carl, I feel like this is a Carl thing. Yeah, but it happens to Boo every once in a while. That is the best <laughs> thing in the world. Oh, Lord. Oh, I do have a song that I'm loving right now. You don't? Do you remember the band Phosphorescent? No. Oh, man. Okay. So this came up like on my release radar or whatever, and it's called C'est La Vie Number 2. And Ooh. like, okay, it's not, 
it's very simple in terms of like, it's a folk song, you know, it's, it's pretty straightforward, but it is so freaking beautiful. I just love it. Okay. This is it right here. Say la vie, she say, but I don't know what that she means. I say love easy, here come to me. Say la vie, she say, but I don't know what that means. Anyways, phosphorescent, say la vie number two, uh, get it. What do you got? Okay, so it's it's not a new song, but it's just newly become like more popular. Like I think they're starting to play it on the radio and stuff. But we've been listening to it a lot on this little tour. Do you know who Ava Max is? Yeah, yeah, that sweet but psycho song. That is a bop. Uh, playing it a bunch in the river. It's pretty new, dude. I mean, it's about a psycho. I know. Psycho. It's so catchy. I mean, I do. I love it because uh, I feel like every boyfriend is like. Here's my girl's song. <laughs> She's psycho. Sweep a psycho. <laughs> a little bit psycho. You said to your girlfriend, she will freaking rip your face off. You want to see your girlfriend psycho? Tell her she's sweet, but a little bit psycho. <laughs> All right, dude, you want to know one of my favorite things is right now? What's that? My freaking outdoor chairs that I got from article.com. They look so bomb. Oh my gosh. I got an outdoor table from article also, and I'm obsessed with it. It's so beautiful, and it's finally getting warm enough to use it. Dude, I know, man. Ours is around our fire pit, and we sat out there with a bunch of friends and drank alcoholic beverages and sat in article. And here's the funny thing is that you never know if everyone else's style like matches with yours, you know? Totally. And one of Sarah's best friends, Katie, was like, where did you get these? These are freaking mm-hmm. badass. And I was like, dude, I know. I got them at article.com. I was like, got a promo code for you, like jokingly. She's like, no, seriously, I want these. And she was like, but you know what? I would have these inside my house, but they're like outside chairs, you know? Yeah, but you could totally use outside chairs inside too, which is what's so cool about some of that stuff. It's so versatile. I've got a few girls renting some rooms in my house in Nashville. And when they saw the new table they were freaking out they could not believe that i got it for such a good price because it looks like a really expensive piece of furniture yeah like no matter no matter how many items you buy every order is shipped at a flat rate of 49 dollars. so it's cheap it's easy and then what i liked about it when these dudes dropped it off they didn't just like leave the package at like the front door they knocked on the door they said where do you want this stuff i said i want it in the backyard they took it back there they unwrapped it all they set it all up for me and I like that I just have to do anything because I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, that's so nice. Right. My favorite thing about article is I hate, I you know, I am such a millennial. I want instant gratification and I hate when I'm shopping for something and then it says it's going to take months for me to receive oh, it. Oh, I know, right? Not the case with article. In-stock items can actually be shipped to your house in two weeks or less. That is so awesome. I got to be honest with you, the the chairs that I got, they were there in like days. Dude, same. Same right? with my table. Yeah. Article is offering uh, our listeners $50 off their first purchase of $100 or more. To claim it, visit article.com slash YFT. That's all it takes. 
Go to article.com slash YFT and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. Sarah's on the phone right now. You like our article chairs, right? I love them. Okay, cool. Thank you. (laughs) I love that. That's article.com slash YFT to get $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Do it, dude. We do like that company, man. That's a that's a serious one. Hey, Sarah. Yeah. Hey, Sarah. Yeah, we're in the middle of a podcast. She looks so pretty right now. Oh. Yeah, whatever. Can I call? Can I call you when we finish the pod? Yeah, of course. I'm sorry. Hi, Brandy. Hi, Sarah. Tell her I said hi. She says hi. Okay. Bye. Hey, I love you. Bye, bye. I love you. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Um, one of my favorite things is how much you guys love each other. Yeah, I know. We're cute. It's really cute. She's in New York right now. One of my least favorite things right now, so dumb, is that she's in New York right now. So I'm like all alone and bumming. Oh. Miss my GF. Oh. All right. So one of my favorite things is that we are teaming up with uh, Smile Direct Club because Brandi's got a broke ass grill and she needs it fixed. Okay, it's just my bottom teeth, but I got to say, I am actually very excited about it. Yeah, you're a smile hider, dude. You know what? I actually kind of am. <laughs> so are you like, Brandy, you hiding your teeth in group pics or just not smiling when meeting someone because uh, you don't like how your teeth look? So with Smile Direct Club, you can straighten your teeth with invisible aligners sent directly to you for only 80 bucks a month. You can have the smile you'll love for a lifetime with all the confidence and you won't be hiding your bottom teeth like Brandi over here. Seriously, though, like when I was a kid, you know, I did the whole braces thing, retainers thing, and somehow still I came out with crooked bottom teeth and I've always wanted to fix it. But just like who wants to go to the dentist and like go through the whole thing and have to go back and forth? to the dentist? It's a lot. It's a big commitment. So the idea of getting these trays delivered directly to my apartment is very appealing. Yeah, man, these invisible aligners work gently and discreetly to gradually guide your teeth into not looking all jagged, all right? (laughs) And one of their 200-plus duly licensed doctors oversee your plan every step of the way. So here's the deal. Go to SmileDirectClub.com to see real before and after photos of more than 350,000 satisfied grins. And here's the deal. If you guys don't think that we're not serious about this, Brandy's going to be doing it. So every week, we're going to be talking about your Smile Direct journey. Can't wait. I'm actually going down on Thursday to, there's a little Smile Direct spot here in Denver, and they're going to take a scan of my teeth or whatever to like make the first trace. So it's like really happening. Order a free impression kit with rebate or schedule a free 3D scan at one of their Smile shops. Plus, Smile Direct Club has an exclusive offer for our listeners, get $150 off your invisible aligners at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use offer code YFT150. So remember your favorite thing and then how much you're going to save, which is $150. Uh, if you're listening, this offers for you. Get $150 off at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast. And don't forget offer code YFT150. So go to smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use the promo code YFT150. Do it. What are you doing? Pouring some whiskey into my tea. Yeah, I got a beer. I got an anchor steam. I'm finally drinking with you while we record. How do you feel? I feel great about it. I think it's I think it's a great idea. And by the way, I have an idea for I don't know if you saw my notes, but I think it'd be really funny 
to do a drunk episode where we both just get blindly wasted and do it. It's to see if we could do it. To see what happens, see how much we end up saying the next day. Like, we got to cut all that. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know. I, I feel like I'll be good and you'll be bad. Yeah, I'll be on next morning. I'll be like, you got to cut everything. I yeah. Said. <laughs> and I'll be like, oh, that's how I always am. <laughs> that's true. Uh, let's call old Hunter Hayes up. What do you think? Give him a call, yeah. Hello? Well, let's see if that works. Oh, hey. Hey, guys. Can you hear Hi. us? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Got him. See how easy that was? Hunter yeah. Hayes up in YFT. What's up, dude? <laughs> How's it going, y'all? Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. We tried to have you on like sure. two episodes ago, but you were like in Amsterdam getting off stage, being mobbed by... I would, I assume is 20 year old girl, Danish girls. And we didn't uh, connect. So close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, uh, actually we had, we had just got off stage. Um, I think we were in, we were somewhere in England visiting our, our military and we had just gotten off. I actually, I think we were just, we were still working at that show. It was anyway, it was crazy, but I'm glad this worked out. And thanks for being patient with me. I liked my version of what happened much better <laughs> than the reality. Yeah. <laughs> Than the reality, <laughs> as is as is life, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. where are you now? Are you in Nashville? I'm actually at my house. Nice. Yeah, it's a rare, it's a, it's a rare thing to be here, but I'm enjoying it while I, while I am. Yeah, is I is is home in Nashville? Yeah. So I've been in Nashville for about ten years. I just bought my first house, like which still feels weird to say. It feels like a very adult thing for somebody who doesn't feel very much like an adult. <laughs> but um, like two years ago, I settled into this place, and it's become like. I, I used to move around like I used to rent and move like almost every year. And this is the first time I've ever loved a place so much that I'm like, yeah, I can totally see myself like staying here for a, for a hot minute. But um, wow. yeah, it'll be actually it's 11 years in May that I've been here in Nashville. Wow. OK, so I that's how I used to live in Nashville. I moved about six months ago. That's how Brandy and I became friends. So I don't want to know exactly where you live and probably you don't want people to know that. But I, I do want to know like what part of town you're in. Because I think it says yeah, a lot I'm, about a person where they live in Nashville. Totally. No, you're right. You're 100% right. Um, I, uh, I'm not far from town. I'm about 10 minutes, but I'm in this beautiful little valley with a street full of like young families, which is so weird because I am definitely like the punk that has people over until five o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but it's great, man. I got like an acre and a half. It's like it's gated fence. So my dogs can just like go out and run and just hang out. And I, uh, yeah, it's quiet. It's quiet. I feel like I'm an hour out of town but I'm mm. only 10 minutes, 15 that's minutes from best. a meeting or whatever. Yeah. yeah. That's like what kind of dogs do you have. I have a greyhound and a miniature greyhound. No way. Uh, so one is, one is a lazy retired racer and wow. uh, the other is uh, my little guard dog. Very cute. Yeah. They're adorable. I love them. We're, we're big fans of dogs on this podcast. Yeah. I, and I, I'm a fan myself. So <laughs> I want to play some of your music and just like get everyone in the mood, you know, like, I feel like that's something okay. that we should do, you know, Okay. I don't right. know. I don't know how you feel about that. Can you hear this, by the way? No, I can't. I can't. Why is this not working anymore? I'm not, not used to. I'll tell you what, though. Sounds good. Song Wanted. I mean, I already I already got a chub. I'm feeling good right now. Is this a sad song? No, is this is not a chub song. 
Wow. Uh, dude, you guys have a great voice. I was I was doing some weirdness where I was like looking you up and stuff. And um, is that weird to say out loud? No, that's kind of like part of your gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably glad you did that. Well, and you so for, you do this for a living. I am very relieved, actually. Yeah. Well, what <laughs> what I was surprised to uh, to find out is you are a really good guitar player, and I feel like not just not this isn't a slight on a lot of country guitar players, but I, th- I feel like a lot of lead country uh, singers are just like great rhythm guitar players, and then they've got some just like axe king that's like on stage with them. But you are a really, really like technical, phenomenal lead guitar player. So I guess so the show's called Your Favorite Thing. I don't know if anyone kind of explained it. So we just yeah. talk about like what our favorite things are and music and movies and binge worthy shows are, are, are part of it. But we've got you in the, on the show right now. And so one of my first questions I wanted to ask is, what do you like doing? Like what gives you more of like a high on stage, like a badass solo or like a really... I don't know if he, like hitting the note right or whatever, like when you're singing, man, I, I like, dude, I love solos and trust me. Like we have a lot of, we used to have uh, an, a, an exhausting amount of guitar solos in the show. And I've done my best to, you know, take those down. But I, as much as I love playing, I love like a jam moment when I go into something mm-hmm. and I love the band that I get to play with, because if I play something, you know, one time through, they're all with me, like playing this new riff and it's, it's, it's constantly evolving, but as much as I love that, like I always feel like that's internal, and and it's it's a bit exclusive. Like I feel like I lose people in the audience when I do that. Like some people are totally mm. into it and engaged, but I feel like I, that doesn't for me. I don't get the high off of that as much as I wish I did. As much as when I get to sing something and look at somebody in the mm. eye and, and and deliver a lyric that I like mean from the bottom of my heart, and I can tell that they're yeah. like, oh shit, I wasn't expecting him to say that, <laughs> and I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm here for so um out of the two i know that i gave you a long explanation i tend to do that but yeah i i love guitar solos but it's kind of like i don't know man the show's not really the place where yeah. I feel like that's yeah that's not my favorite thing well i feel like i feel like as a musician right like playing you connect more with who's on stage with you and your band and when you guys are in pocket and feeling it and whatever and you're right and then when it's when you're singing to the audience then you connect with the audience and it's kind of right. It's it's cool when like everything kind of comes full circle. Like that's one of the reasons why I love seeing John Mayer. I don't know if he if he's one if he's an artist that you like or not, but I love going to see him because he's one of the few artists that has that magical chemistry and connection with both his band on stage, right? Like you have those moments, and then obviously with his audience. And when it comes full circle, it's so cool. Yeah, totally but when 100%. when John Mayer plays with Dead and Co, every mm-hmm. pothead in the audience is like dude noodle some more man let's do it let's 17 minute riff let's hear it you know totally. yeah. <laughs> so hunter what you need to do is you need to get those pothead uh jam band lovers <laughs> to your show all right and that's what we're They're gonna here need for. to legalize weed in tennessee first i think maybe dude it's and coming Texas. man let's it's it's all coming you know it is <laughs> it's close. Is for close, sure man. we're so close um, Super close. Yeah, I actually I had the, I had the dream a while back. I had this this insane dream that because uh, when John did that, I was like, dude, okay, if I could pick a band to go on the road with and like jam with every night, yeah, who? And I was like, dude, the Zach Brown band would be a blast. Like, oh, I, yeah, be- I, I've always I, I've always loved their show. I, I love kind of the, how long they play. They're not afraid mm-hmm. of solos. Their fans are totally into it. And I was like, yeah, that. So I had that sort of mini dream for like a hot second. So maybe someday. that would be. So cool. But Zach Brown Band is totally the jam band of the country scene. 
right? Totally. Like that's their thing. Like I, I think I remember yeah. the t- a tour where Zach Brown and like Dave Matthews went out like together. Like it was something like that where I was like, this guy yeah. just so badly wants to be Trey Anastasio for like 14 minutes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> they both have, they definitely have a lot of common thread between the two of them as far as like just the musicality, you know? Yeah. Yeah, those jam bands, dude, they are so freaking like I, there was a time in my life, Hunter, where I smoked a lot of pot and I traveled around the country following fish and I wore a lot of like wallaby shoes and there might have no. been a puka shell necklace involved or a hemp necklace. We don't need to get into the details, but I will say I need photos. <laughs> I need to see photos. You don't want to see this stuff. We need to post them on was, the YT Instagram immediately. It's so like uh What's the term? Trustafarian, like a rich, uh, a, a rich kid that's also wants to be a Rastafarian. I was that guy, like fratastic. I'm, I hated young me, but I did <laughs> love traveling around and following those guys. And and to be honest, like those, a lot of those, like the whatever, the Grateful Dead and Zach Brown Band and Fish and String Cheeses, all those guys are just freaking amazing with what they can do with a guitar. And we're getting off on kind of a, a side note here, but. I guess I'm learning a lot. Yes, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever, if you ever want to go do like whippets in a field while listening to, uh, I don't know, leftover salmon, dude, let's go. We'll do it right now. <laughs> By the way, zero percent of our audience, Brandy, knows who the fuck I'm talking about. Oh, I know. They're, yeah, right? they're too young. Way Sorry. too Austin young. Yeah. Um, okay, so you you were overseas on tour. You must have just gotten back. How was the tour? Man, it was great. It was so like it was so many things at once. We did like we did C to C, which is like country to country, so it's a big. It's like the CMA oh, fest, yeah. but in in like London, Glasgow, and Dublin. We did the first one in Berlin, which was nuts. I'd never been to Berlin, so that was dope. And then, um, and then we got to do like our own shows, which like our own shows over there in Europe are lit. Like it's the the, the amount of study that the fans do there for like deep album cuts mm. is awesome because you can play literally anything, and they are there for it. And then you combine that with, you know, 10 shows on just military basis. So those shows, and they vary dramatically from show to show. And this was the first run that we had done with, with, with this band, this whole band is new for me. And I've had the same people for like eight years. So that's like, that's a big adjustment for me. And it was, I was so fun. I've never, I've never laughed so much in my life. And it was, it was nice. We started playing some new music slowly, but surely. And, and just kind of, yeah, just kind of starting from scratch on the show. And and it was a great chance to, play the show as is, uh, but also kind of make some notes and, and, and see what we want to do. We have rehearsals for the spring tour next week. So we kind of, we, we properly start over now. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. Do you have ties, uh, like family ties or anything to the military? Um, my, my dad was in the army for, for a while. And, um, I, you know, I mean, as I've gotten to meet a lot of people in the business and just make friends i have a lot of friends who've who've been in and and served in different different uh branches and we're I, honestly the, the cool thing was everybody i didn't know this but one of the first bases they asked us and i actually didn't get to answer but everyone else that was in my crew and in and, and the band that i again i'm just getting to know all these guys but they have you know they have brothers serving in mm. the military right now and they mm-hmm. have you know aunts and uncles and, and grandfathers like there's a long line of military in, in, in their family so it was really cool to kind of learn about that yeah that's awesome my dad's very passionate about veterans and, and the military and he's done some of those army base tours and everything and so uh, i was just curious if there was a tie for you but i think that's very cool that you do that dude crazy. some they're, gave they're all around. bro 
Yeah, exactly. That song hits like, hard. Yeah. yeah. Hunter, have you but ever to played? This day, it's still like one of my dad's favorites to play, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. man. Yeah, it's cool. Hunter, have you ever played with Billy Ray Cyrus? Or as I like to say, blood, because they're close. But whatever. <laughs> um, we did a show together when I was a kid. Actually. Wow. Really? Yeah. I was trying to find the picture, but I wasn't able to get it. Oh, man. We talked. That would have been but good. I'm, I'll look for it and we'll we'll throw that up on Instagram at some point. But Oh, we have um, to. Yeah, it's hilarious. My dad must have like a rat tail down half his back if you're a kid in that photo, like for there sure. Was a, there was a flame uh, silk shirt involved. Yes, yeah. there was. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You know what's funny about that? That was like all of that like stuff that he wore in the early 90s. All, all of us, the boys and the girls, Trace, Brazen, Miley, me, Noah, we all steal all that shit from his closet now and wear it. <laughs> And yep. then when you see photos of him in it, you're like, wow, that was such a look. Dude, like, BR's a trendsetter, all right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. The the like yeah. Reebok sneaks, like big white chunky sneaks, like those are so in now. And he wore those back. It's just so funny. So funny to look back on. Let's get into some favorite but, things because yeah. that's what this show's all about. What's your favorite all time cover song? Ooh. Ooh. Uh I mean I feel like it would probably be something off of Continuum because I'm a mm-hmm. scrap player and that's the most predictable thing that I can say. Mm-hmm. I love but it. I'm here for it. Love it. I'm, I'm like gravity or something. Yeah. God, you guys go hang I'm, out. And oh, just... I love drum so much. <laughs> so, so much. Um, do you have a favorite venue in the States that you've played that you that you look forward to playing? Ryman Auditorium. Yeah, the oh, Mother wow. Church, yeah. baby. Good answer. Here, so I, I, this is a question I used to ask when I worked in radio in Nashville. I've been able to do a lot of cool things, but I have never been able to experience something like people who have played the Ryman. When you played the Ryman, did you have an encore? Yeah, and I, man, I don't know how I feel about encores. Honestly, like I, uh, I've gone back and forth. I feel like you kind of have, like, I feel like you have to earn it. Yeah, does that mm-hmm. make sense? Like, I feel like if they, if they actually keep cheering then you go back out yeah at the time i think i might have had one that was like we were expected to go back okay. out which i think is honestly looking back on it cheesy and i'm kind of over it when well, you plan it yeah well so so the, yeah. for, for all the people that ha- have never been to a show at the ryman auditorium there's this like one kind of tradition that happens when the show ends and people want an encore is they slap the back of the church pews that are in there and it sounds unlike anything I've ever experienced. It's It's got this like very hollow, dead, haunting sound. And and I love going to shows there and admit, because obviously the acoustics in that room are uh, out of this world, right? Um, well, and yeah. when you're in the stands, like hitting the, the church pews and it makes that sound, it always makes the hair on my arms go up. And I often wonder if that sound is backstage where you guys are like, oh, man, like the ghosts of, you know, all these country stars are being like, get the fuck out there. You got to sing our song. So I, <laughs> I, I just wonder what, what it's like That's in that cool. moment when you're backstage before you come out. You know, I've actually never experienced what you're talking about. I don't know. Dude, you got to go see it, more fish shows. Apparently, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Yeah, obviously. Have um, you have you gone to watch a, a show at the Ryman or have you only performed? Yeah, no, I've yeah. seen, uh, in fact, uh, full circle cool shit. Uh, the first show I ever saw, my friend got me into a Lady Annabellum show, and this was right when Need You Now was just, like, exploding, right? Fantastic. So yeah. it was, like, the the perfect time to get to see them live for the first time. 
Mm. And, uh, and so, but, and it was also like a minimal production thing. It wasn't like super like fancy production. It was really rock and roll. Mm. And yeah, I'll never forget that. So when I played the Ryman for the first time, my, my surprise guest was, was actually Charles and Dave from Lady A. Cool. Uh, they came out and played a song that we had written together and it was, I, I don't know, it was special for me, you know, yeah. just having, having that full circle. I, I watched these people own this stage and now I'm trying to make them proud. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I love that venue so much. I love playing there. It's just, you know, it's like something that was designed that long ago with such intentionality of a performance. Like they built that room not for performing, right? But 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 in general, to get a message across to a lot of people in a small space, right? And so it still retains that design, even with modern lights, modern production, modern all that stuff. I still feel like the room is all about people are going there to get a message, and it's it it still does that. It's still it still just uh, does not allow you to hide behind production, which I love, mm-hmm. it, but it rather it puts you in a very uncomfortable space where you can hear a pin drop in between songs and it's like deliver, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So is it, is it almost scary to play because you can hear cause oh, everyone yeah. can hear everything. Oh, it's disturbing if yeah. you have loud, insecure voices like I do. But, um, but once you lean into it and once you, you don't get used to it, but I think you kind of know what to expect going forward. And the Opry's like that too. The Opry's like pin drop silent on yeah. stage. Mm. Um, and it's a very weird sensation. And I feel like that's, once you know that going into it, you can walk on stage going, okay, all right, I'm ready for this now. I'm not, this is not, it doesn't surprise you anymore. And I feel like you just can kind of, um, yeah, kind of, uh, lean into just being there and being present. Right. Yeah. More favorite things um, outside of the country genre. Who is your favorite uh, singer or artist alive? And then who's one that's dead? Wow. I mean, I've been a massive U2 fan for years and mm. it goes beyond the music, but I just, I, I, I'm obsessed with Bono and there's no secret about it. And, and Edge, I, a lot of my tones, a lot of the things that I search for <clears throat> are direct replicas, but I just, I love, yeah, I love the way that they they can take a, a purpose and 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 bring everybody along in a room for for that. I just absolutely adore that. Not alive. That's a long list. Mm. Um, I really wish that I could have seen all four of the Beatles yeah. together. Yeah, I've seen I've seen Paul. I've met Paul. He's an angel. Yeah, um, I haven't seen. Uh, well, no, I have. I have seen Ringo, but. Just to see all four of them at, at an earlier stage in their career and just experience that, watch them and study. I love studying performers, and that would have been that would have been the ultimate study. Do you have a yeah, fa- Do you have sure. a favorite uh, Beatles record or a favorite Beatles song? I don't know that I've got. Well, yeah, I I should. I feel embarrassed that I don't <laughs> have an instant answer. You know, you know that thing where you're like, I should, I should have an, I should have a favorite, but I. I, really, I, I well, can't say that I do. This is also one of the times when it's okay to be like, it's all pretty good. Let's be fair. You know, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's no right or wrong answer. Well, really. but it's funny because like, well, but that's what makes me feel like a, a total jack because I feel like most people who are like devout fans are like, dude, this album, this song, bar none, Hill I Will Die On, right? And I'm just like, I like everything. Yeah. <laughs> so but but like but Good like idea. music hipster nerds, if you said the white album, they'd be like, whatever, revolvers the wreck. You know, like like right. you can't really win in that thing. And also they had like such a, a crazy um 
I don't even musical arc going from being a basically a boy band to, you know, doing weird like beach rock about Russia, you know, like it, so like they went all over the place. It, so there's no r- right. R- right or wrong answer. We talk a lot about pop culture right now um, on this show. Do you have like, are you binging anything that like people need to know Any about Netflix shows? Hulu. Well, I, I am anxiously awaiting the um, the next Game of Thrones G-O-C. season this month, right? Are we are five, yeah, we are, we're, we're, oh, 10 days away. Yes, no, that's 11. insane. I'm honestly like, it's a little sad. Like I'm obviously looking forward to it so much, but I'm also so sad because it's the last season. Dude, Sarah and I started watching uh, season like three seasons ago. We're like, we're just going to put in the work. We're going to get, we're going to get back into it. You know? (laughs) Yep. I rewatch seasons all the time of Game of Thrones. I'm obsessed. I just can't believe it's coming to an end. Oh, I just got back into OA. Oh yeah. So have you seen the season, season two? Yeah, which I've I'm, never seen that, dude. The I first see. season was amazing, so I want to hear your thoughts on season two, but don't spoil anything. But let's let, let's know how you feel about it. Honestly, I need to go back to. I'm I'm realizing that I need to go back to season one because yeah. I don't remember anything from it. But I, I will say, I, the my only thing with the first uh my, the first episode, which by the way, the writing is incredible. Yeah, my, but my only thing with the first episode was I could kind of see where the plot could potentially go and i didn't like the fact that it's setting me up with an expectation and i'm sure it's gonna just like freak me out but there's a lot to process in that show i mean there's there's a lot of emotions man yeah for sure i i, I the first brandy you didn't watch the first one it was one of the things we talked about on the show no i've never seen the, the oa i but i want to watch it everybody's been tweeting me about it and it's it's i gotta watch it well the first season's about a, like like four people who are basically being held captive in this like basement and <laughs> i don't know <laughs> anyways the lead yeah, the yeah. lead character this this woman is phenomenal i think she's also uh either a producer or director on the show but that's the one that that's like the thing that I'm actually waiting. Sarah's out of town. My girlfriend's out of town. So we're wait, I'm waiting for her to get back before we start that. So I'm glad that. So you just watched the first episode, Hunter? Yeah. OK, I'm into it. And I had just I had just gotten in from Europe, so I can't I can't say that I got all the details. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Was, I was out about halfway through it. But I, I just yeah, the, the acting is incredible. I mean, it's phenomenal. Do you have a favorite book? You know, I've never made it all the way through a book ever. Dude, you got to get what? on that Audible life. That's what yeah, I do. Wells loves Audible. Yeah, I don't know, man. I like I I, I like to go, I like for my imagination to go places when I read, mm-hmm. um, and then it goes somewhere else, and I stop reading. So, uh, <laughs> but my favorite thing I have that I, my favorite book in the world is a is a book about some of the early pilots. It's a true. Um, I think it's autobiographical about a pilot back in the day when like when they take off and they weren't necessarily guaranteed that the plane was going to make it all the way through the flight uh mm-hmm. and you know it was just like the super early days of flying and i love flying i really want to get my pilot's license i haven't put in the time oh. i blocked I like 10 hours a couple of years ago but i really I, i'm obsessed with flying i always have been and that's uh, crazy yeah and it, so I, I i think that's why i love the book is because it's just it's the it's the ultimate version of flying in my opinion like it describes just what i feel like flying feels like very well his his way with words is stunning do you know do you remember the name of it uh wind sand and stars Ooh. Ooh. yeah all right let's get on that i like it oh my gosh i can't believe you want to get your pilot's license i'm 
to, to this day, like I've, I've first been on 10 planes in the past two weeks and I, I just fly so much and my brain just can't comprehend how it works. I just can't. Like, I know there's a science behind it and I know, but I just can't comprehend how that much weight can get up in the air and stay there. And I've, my boyfriend lives in South Africa. I fly back and forth to there and I'm like, how am I in the air for that long? It just does not make sense to me. Do you want me to explain it to you right now on the no, radio show? No, I don't because it won't make sense to me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty. But the first thing I did on my first lesson, uh, and this this was really, uh, you can imagine how disturbing this was. The first, so I took a my first lesson was a was a birthday gift, and I went up with this guy Chad. He's now a friend of mine, and and we we take off out of Salt Lake International. First thing he does after we get to like I think ten thousand feet is he he sets the engine back to idle and he tells me, all right, now I'm gonna I'm gonna teach you that you can fly a plane. You know that you that if you're in an emergency, you can still fly a plane, right? No. And uh, and we did it. We landed and and did a touch and go and and did it like two or three more touch and goes and then we landed. And I, but I just I love it. I, I, the, I the first time I went up with Chad was such a life-changing experience because it was something that I wanted to do. I'd spent a lot of time on, on simulators at home and, and stuff, but actually doing it for the first time, it was everything I hoped it would be, wow. but exponentially better than what I had anticipated. What kind of Very- teacher is Chad that he's like, hey, first time yeah. up, let's almost <laughs> fucking die. <laughs> okay, you still want to do this? <laughs> <laughs> No, his his lesson was 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 great. It was very valuable, yeah. and it, it it ended up applying in a lot of other ways. It applies, honestly, for me as a performer too. It's just like even when you don't have the things you think you need, you can still perform. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's yeah. it was confidence in self, which I I really appreciate. It's very cool. Well, dude, this has been absolutely wonderful having you on the show. Uh, we want to be respectful of your time, so we'll let you get back wait, to wait. it. Wait, what? I have one last question. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Go. If you don't want to talk about it on the podcast, I totally get it. But fun fact, I have known your girlfriend, Alyssa, for years. She told me to tell you hello, by the way. Oh, good. Wait, I know Alyssa Bonagura, too. Did she say to say hello to me? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I love Alyssa. So when I first met her, um, I used to go watch her play at Third and Lindsley. She played like every week. I think it was like Wednesday nights or something. And I was just so blown away by her talent. I mean, she, I, she, I mean, out of all the people I've met in Nashville that are, you know, that are wanting, were wanting to do music at that time and trying to make it and like all this stuff, like I just was so blown away by her talent. So I love her to death. But I wanted to know what your favorite thing about Alyssa is. Well, so the funny thing about how Alyssa and I met, and I love this. She's one of my favorite voices in the world. I mean, just like uh, of all time. And uh, I heard it for the first time in church. So I used to go to this one church in Brentwood and uh, I would hear her every Sunday. And I was like, I have got to like introduce myself and work with her. And so a mutual friend of ours um, actually connected with us, connected us with each other. I don't know. Honestly, I think my favorite thing about her, though, is, is, is just this sort of like nothing is impossible sort of attitude it's just this everything is everything is doable mm-hmm. every dream is achievable and you just have to make it to the, the the general attitude of how she approaches life is really beautiful very infectious and i think a lot of people around her um have you know have gotten that from her you know sure yeah she, yeah she really is she's like such like a bright light even when she's off stage, on stage, like I just think she's—I think she's incredible. Do you guys ever perform together? Do you write to- together? 
we we've ended up writing like almost an entire album just wow and i i don't work that way like i like to sit down and like focus on my lyrics and she just like will just sit at the piano and just start playing something and next like an hour later we've finished three songs and it's <laughs> and it's it's really inspiring for me because I, I i like i love kind of how challenging that's been for me to like get me out of my own head when i'm writing um but yeah we've we've done a ton of work together i worked a, on a couple things for their sisterhood record oh yeah um, and we've actually played a few shows together, and I'm, I have a feeling there'll be many more. So that's so cool. You guys what a can't. Cool thing. You guys can't hear it, but I'm playing the song that I played a whole bunch when I worked at Lightning 100 of Alyssa's, and it's uh, "I Make My Own Sunshine." Yeah. Oh yeah. And this thing was always on WRLT. Yeah, she's great, dude. And so are you, man. I'm ha- I'm happy for you. You uh, you're really cool in person. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, dude. We really do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Man. I appreciate yeah. it. I, I assume you're playing CMA Fest this year. Yes. Yes, we are. Maybe, hopefully I can come out and see you play. My dad's going to play this year, so I'm definitely going to be there. Dope. Yes, please. Yeah. Y'all come hang. You awesome. got a, you got some do. new music coming out that we need to know about? What's going on on the uh, Hunter Hayes front? Uh, a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> we uh, we just put out my first uh, my first country radio single in, in about three years called oh. Heartbreak. And it is the uh, the optimistic approach to bad relationships. Mm-hmm. So um, there's that for all of my friends out there who need a little pick me up. Dear God came out uh, about halfway through last year and one shot. And they're all part of this project. And there'll be a couple more songs coming very, very soon. So love it. Yeah. I got heartbreak playing in the background right now, dude. Uh, everyone, follow Hunter Hayes over on the Instagram. He's at uh, well, his name Hunter Hayes. Are you got the same thing on Twitter. <laughs> yes, dude. Thank you so much, man. You uh, you fucking rock. Yeah, thank you guys. Appreciate y'all. See you later. Have a good one, dude. So playing a little oh, bit. Of this. You can, okay. So I think when we switch it up. Hunter Hayes, everybody. The uh, single is called Heartbreak, and super nice guy, dude. I really like him. Super nice. I like his buzz head. I yeah. love that cut. It looks great on him. Totally right. Yeah, good um, look. edgy, edgy look. I know. You ever think about shaving your head, Wells? Oh, wait, you have a weird scar, don't you? Yeah, I can't do it, dude. But thanks for bringing yeah. it up. <laughs> you got anything else? Yeah, I do. Um, I know everyone and their mom is talking about the new Billie Eilish record, but it's so good. Yeah. We already played some Billie Eilish. Enough. We played a little bit. I know. I just like listened to the whole album and I got really excited about it. Also, can I just say, one of my favorite Instagram handles, How does she, where are the avocados? What a genius Instagram handle. Wait, there's an album. Well, tell me about it. Billy Eilish's Instagram handle is oh. where are the avocados? Oh, I didn't know that. I don't follow her. It's so genius. Why is that genius? Because she I loves don't know. avocados. It's genius. Okay. I don't know. It's just cool. Only Billy Eilish, though. Like, where, of course, she can get away with that. I mean, she's pretty cool. You think she's, she's so the dope. coolest person right now in the, the chick game? You think she is? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm wondering if she's like the one of the cool chicks right now. For sure, she is I one of the coolest. Absolutely, chicks. yes. Is she the yeah. coolest chick right now? 
I can't say that because I think my baby sister Noah is the coolest chick on the face of the planet. Oh, wow. I thought you were going to go with Miley, but uh, okay. No, Noah's the cool one. Miley will admit. Miley and I both are like, how is Noah so cool? Yeah. I think you're cool, dude. You do? I think you're cool. I feel like Noah probably thinks I'm so dorky now. Probably. like, oh, my older sister's so embarrassing. Yes, that's very true. Like, when is she going to stop posting outfits of the day on Instagram? Can you not? <laughs> he for sure thinks that. All right. I'm going to go get another beer. Okay. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.